At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh. Check it out now. Good Monday morning to you. It is a numbers game right here at Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo's Link, Gay Plus, iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. iHeart. Skill Alexander. Uh, Wildcard weekend set in the National Football League. We will talk about all six games. Uh, looking back on some on uh, yesterday, looking back on you, I was about to say looking back on tomorrow, looking back on yesterday, uh, and we will bring in Chrissy Andrews as well. It's not your typical guessing lines. Uh, here's the deal: I will tell you what I guessed yesterday. I know what they are now, more or less, uh, but gives us an opportunity to discuss with Chrissy his uh, thinking behind it, what his thoughts were on uh, these uh, games, and I will tell you that of the six games. I was more or less right around a half point or a point off, eh, you know, in the ballpark, let's say, for five of the six. One of them I was comically off on. Comically. So we'll get to that. Any guesses, Jason, as to what game that was that I was comically off on? The Tennessee game. You are correct. It, 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 all right. It, it, say no right, more. Just leave it. We'll get into that. I can't wait for the comedy, though. Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, let's talk before we get Chrissy here. Uh, well, we can bring Chrissy, Chrissy in now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's my mishpucha from uh, the South Point Hotel Casino, the star of guessing lines during the regular season, and kind enough to join us here in the playoffs. It's Chrissy Andrews. How you doing, Chris? Oh, uh, look in my wounds after yesterday. How? That rough day. Rough day for the books. What was the worst? The, the Sunday night game yesterday? That was the worst, yeah. Yeah, that was the worst game. Yeah. The landing on six was was not fun, I would imagine. Yeah. Um, yeah, we opened the Eagles one, and we went as high as seven on uh, Washington, and uh, well, six was not a very good number. Yeah, well, you know, hey, this happens, right? And then you'll have five weeks in a eh, row where you'll eh. crush people. So you know, I don't. <laughs> oh, I don't know about that. But okay. <laughs> uh, I just want to give you some coaching uh, news here. We know Adam Gase was fired by the Jets last night. This morning, in case you missed it here, just moments ago, uh, came down. Doug Marone, no real surprise, fired, <clears throat> pardon me, by the Jacksonville Jaguars. All the speculation is that 
Urban Meyer will be their head coach. Urban Meyer has already talked to Scott Pioli, perhaps, to be his GM, talking to coaches around the country. We'll see if that actually happens. But Doug Marone now out in Jacksonville. We do know this. Zach Taylor is going to stay with the Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, Mike Brown doing his thing. This from Zach Barnett. Zach Taylor will return for a third season in 2021. Bengals owner Mike Brown announced the Bengals love holding on to coaches, don't they? They do, and I'm just telling you, well, we'll get to that later, but, you know, it's a shame. I don't want to waste Joe Burrow's career. Like I said, I'm not rooting against anybody. I'm always rooting. I want the league to prosper because if the league prospers, then I have a chance to prosper. And uh, I hate to waste Joe Burrow's career, and I think Zach Taylor is just an awful coach. And uh, But, you know, the Bengals, that's what they, they, that's what the Bengals do. Yeah, so, you know. Anyway, probably another wasted year for Joe Burrow. I don't plan on giving any stats of teams from yesterday that aren't in the postseason, so we can sort of you know scuttle by those teams. But I will just mention this about the Bengals: Zach Taylor, two years now, six twenty-five and one, as the head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. And I wasn't aware because I wasn't looking for stats of the teams that were, you know, not not going to the postseason. But uh, my buddy uh, said, hey, did you see Brandon Allen's stats yesterday? (laughs) Brandon Allen was 6 of 21 for 48 yards yesterday against Baltimore. No touchdowns, two picks. He wasn't sacked. He had a QBR of three and a rating of zero. Come on back, Zach Taylor. That's what a rating of zero. Yes. <laughs> oh uh, my god. So I don't know. He got the QBR of three, but you know those things are quirky. But uh, Joe Burrow, yeah. along with Josh Allen, and I don't. I think we need to give this guy more credit because uh, Matt Brown and I, along with Dave Farrow, we did a fantasy show last year, not this year, this past year. And uh, Jordan Palmer, Carson Palmer's little brother, who also had a moment in the pros, runs this quarterback camp, and. Uh, <clears throat> Any credit we want to give to Josh Allen's magnificent uh, accuracy turnaround should go to Jordan Palmer. He's also had Joe Burrow under his wing. So, I mean, it's, he might be the quarterback whisperer, the quarterback guru, but uh, Zach Taylor coming back. And we'll find out about Anthony Lynn, I guess, today. What do you think? I have a hunch he's going to stay. I really do. I, you know, I, they, they finish strong. And I don't know the Spanos family, but I know people that do. They are notoriously cheap, is what I can say. And it would uh, behoove them to uh, not pay two, cor- two coaches yeah. at once. So, True uh, that. It's Gil yeah, Al- we'll see. It's we'll Gil- see. It's Gil Alexander. It's Chris Andrews. This is a numbers game right here at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo Sling, and Game Plus, part of the iHeart Radio Network. All right, so let us begin. Let's do these in chronological order. We'll get to Survivor, and uh, we'll get you all the details of who got through on Survivor later. We'll talk about MVP and Heisman and all that kind of stuff. Uh, Pete Futak will join us for college football. Todd Wishnev about what he's doing uh, live on Twitter as well. But uh, first hour here with Chrissy. Let's start with the first of the six. Triple header Saturday and Sunday. What do you got first on Saturday? We got the Colts at the Bills. Colts at the Bills. Colts get it done. Uh, Colts beat the Jaguars 28 to 14. Took a little while to uh, have some breathing room in that game. But uh, Jonathan Taylor, Derrick Henry did not have the most yards in the NFL yesterday. Jonathan Taylor did. 
uh, 30 carries for 253 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, the Colts had 437 total yards of offense. 273 of those were rushing. Rivers, 17 of 27 for 164. One touchdown, one pick. He was not sacked. Uh, they needed a win and a Tennessee loss to win the AFC South. That did not happen. But they got the win and a loss by Miami to put them in the postseason. Did did uh, happen for the Colts. So the 11-5 Colts enter as the number 7 seed. And then Buffalo enters as the number two seed. Sean McDermott decided we're going to play guys for a half. At least we're going to play Josh Allen for a half yesterday against Buffalo. I'm not sure if it would have mattered if it was Josh Allen or Joe Ferguson at his advanced age yesterday playing in this game. But in the first half, Allen, 18 of 25 for 224, three touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. He ends up with 4,544 passing yards and 45 total touchdowns that's through the air and on the ground that's a uh, both of those are franchise records by the way antonio williams 12 for 63 two touchdowns gabriel davis two catches 107 for a touchdown isaiah mckenzie six catches 65 yards two touchdowns also had a punt return touchdown they were plus two in turnovers against miami it's their first 13 win season since 1991 the bills that is and will host its first playoff game they will in 24 years as they crush Absolutely crushed the Dolphins 56 to 26. Uh, my guess was minus seven and a half in favor of the Bills. What did you end up putting up? Well, you know, I opened six and a half, uh, but I, we got bet up. We had a few bets last night, and that was one of them. I got bet on the Bills. So we're at seven right now. Um, you know, my my power ratings actually come a little lower, but my my feeling is I think seven is, is got to be the number myself. Um, you know, Colts, you know, I, I, I think of the Colts and I think Philip Rivers and, uh, you know, my first thought is inconsistent. You know, that most people think inconsistent is necessarily a negative connotation. It isn't because there's sometimes when they look really good. And like I said, I think they have a very good roster, but, you know, Rivers, I mean, you know, he's always been inconsistent. Now he's at an advanced age, and he's going to figure to be more inconsistent. But, I, you know, do they have a chance against the Bills? Absolutely. But right now, I think the Bills are just – they're playing as good a football as anybody in the NFL. And they're going to be awfully tough to beat. And uh, I think home field is starting to mean a little something, especially now in these playoff games. Uh, so, you know, I think seven's a good – I think seven was a good number. I think I opened it a little bit too low. I believe, and I'm, this is no breaking news here, but I think Buffalo will be the teaser leg that everybody ties in everything yeah. else with, uh, and perhaps rightfully so. I agree with you. They're playing as well as anybody, and that includes Kansas City, and that includes Green Bay. Uh, can we talk about Miami for a second, who they knocked out, or, sure. at, least, or at least helped knock out Then uh, once Indianapolis won? It was uh, a done deal. Miami ends up 10-6. and six. They end up the odd team out of the eight teams for seven spots sweepstakes in the AFC. Uh, Tua, in the first half yesterday, was 12 of 19 for 89 yards. No touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked once. He ended up 35 of 58 for 361, 58 attempts, one touchdown, three picks, was sacked once. The picks were over the span of four second-half possessions. Three picks in four second-half possessions. He had two interceptions his first eight starts. Uh, but the, the play I want to seize on, because a lot of people are going to seize on the fact that, you know, the ball doesn't go downfield with him, and that's justifiable. That's absolutely right to seize on that. But there was another thing in that game. Third quarter, 12.05 left. The Dolphins were down 28-6. to So this is the opening drive of the second half. They got rolled in the first half by Allen. 
First and goal at the Buffalo 9. Tua up the gut. And instead of taking on defenders and trying to get into the end zone, he slides right in the middle of the field and lands at the, uh, I don't know, it was like a four or five yard gain. And I just remember thinking to myself at that moment, that play was more damning to me than any of his passes downfield. Is he shy of contact still with the injury? What did, did you see that play? What did you chalk that up to? I didn't see that play. That was, and that wound up being one of our few really, really good games. And I didn't watch it all that much uh, because I had other things to sweat. But I had, you know, obviously I had it on in my office. But during the day, I mean, I, you know, Vinny was in my office for the first uh, couple hours, and then Jimmy was there all day. I kept saying, I don't think this kid's got it. I just, you know, I, I don't know. Maybe we need some really good coaching. We started talking about some of the other guys who took a while to develop. Terry Bradshaw, who me and Jimmy saw as, you know, a young quarterback. And I always say, if you look at Bradshaw's stats and Ryan Leafs from their first couple of years, they look almost identical. But Bradshaw turned into a Hall of Famer and re- Leaf retired after a few years. So are we too early to jump the gun? Maybe. But there's something missing with Tua. And I don't know if coaching can do it or not. Um, you mentioned that play right there. I did not see that. But uh, I think that that kind of speaks volumes there. And, uh, you know, I think they have an issue on their hands that they need to address. And they have an early draft choice. And I think they have the third draft choice. Uh, so they may have an opportunity to draft somebody instead of Tua. And uh, that I think that's a good possibility. Could you imagine if they did that? Yeah, Dolphins end up with a third pick in the draft because of the Laramie Tunsil deal. Thank you, Bill O'Brien. Uh, so they end up with a number yeah. three pick in the draft. So we'll see, man, if, if they went quarterback, that would be just absolutely <laughs> unbelievable. As, as far as the game, Tennessee at Buffalo, uh, excuse me, Indianapolis at Buffalo, a seven seed versus the two seed in the end. I will be betting Buffalo every which way, and teasers, teasers uh, included, obviously. Um, part of a money line parlay, I'm sure. Might bet them ATS if you're getting them at seven or below. I don't know how I could be talked off that position. I just think they're playing that well. And I don't know that the Colts, listen, the Colts were, they couldn't really get past Jacksonville that easily yesterday. I don't know about the Colts. I haven't really known about them all year. I haven't felt like I've known their identity. So that'll be bills for me for sure, every which way. What's number two? Next up, we have the Rams at Seattle. Rams at Seattle. <clears throat> All right. Uh, Rams get there by beating the Cardinals. Oh, we got to do a Cardinals autopsy too, just like we would, did with the Dolphins, because I got things to say there. Uh, Rams at Seattle. Rams beat the Cardinals in a elimination game. Uh, 18-7, to seven, in a game that became very apparent as it went on, that the Rams defense, again, I said this on primetime action, I'm not sure if I said it on a numbers game, the Rams defensive unit was always going to be the best unit on that football field. And boy, did they show it yesterday in this game. And you knew as you watch it, you're like, there's no way the Cardinals are going to win this game. So it was a great in-game opportunity. John Wolford, two-time AAF Player of the Week. It's the Alliance of American Football, Chris, in case you're scoring at home. Uh, 22 of th- what is that anyway? <laughs> I don't even know what that is. That was the one before last season, before the 2019 season, and they, they didn't get through the season, did they? They had to cancel it like after six weeks oh, or seven right. weeks. Okay, yeah, uh, the Got one that was okay. financially okay. Yeah. insolvent. Okay. Yeah, he played for uh, Arizona 
in the uh, in the AAF. But John Wolford was 22 of 38 <laughs> yesterday for 231. No touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. He did carry the ball six times for 56 yards. That was an added dimension uh, that people knew about him from his days at Wake Forest and the AAF. He, he started with a pick on his very first throw, and you were like, uh-oh, this might not go well. But really... Yeah. Gay seemed to gain confidence as the day went on. But it's the defense, the Rams defense. They scored as many points as the Rams offense, a couple more than the Cardinals themselves in their 18-7 to win. It's the third postseason berth in four years under Coach Sean McVay. The Rams would have reached the playoffs even with a loss because Green Bay beat Chicago. But nine points, uh, a pick six from uh, Hill, that was the big play of this game. And a safety while holding the Cardinals to 214 yards, shutting them out for the final 55 minutes. Uh, Brandon Staley, the defensive coordinator, his unit finishes the regular season allowing the fewest points, 296, and, the, and fewest total yards, 4,511 in the entire NFL. Rams had the ball for 37 minutes and 51 seconds in time of possession. Seattle gets by San Francisco. They don't cover, but they get by San Francisco. Russell Wilson hit uh, Ty Lockett for two fourth-quarter touchdowns. Stellar defensive effort. Uh, they beat the Niners 26-23. to They were down 16-6 to early in the fourth quarter. Came back with two touchdowns, uh, again, two Lockett, and then held on. Wilson, 20 of 36 for 181. Two touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice. Lockett, 12 for 90 with those two touchdowns. 280 total yards, all Seattle needed to win that game. But they win the NFC West, as we already knew they would. Uh, they had already clinched that, but they end up with a number three seed. Couldn't advance their seeding, but they do end up number three, and they're hosting the Rams. And I said, I, you know, my guess was Seattle, was, uh, Seattle minus three. What did you end up posting? We opened four and a half, and that's where we are. We, uh, you know, we had got some play last night, and of course we're open all night. So, you know, uh, even action at this point, but nothing really significant. You know, how much does it mean to you to have golf or not have golf? I was just going to ask you that question. Just going <laughs> to ask you. Like, did, was there a little bit of you watching that yesterday where you're like, huh, is this worse than golf? Actually, I. That was a big game for us. Another one we lost, by the way. So I was watching that. I don't want to say intently. There's just too much going on. I couldn't watch anything that intently. But the more I'm watching it, I kept saying, you know, this kid ain't bad. You know, and uh, I just, I was, I had a QBR right here. I, I lost it. It was like 70 or in the 60s or something like that. So, I mean, even after an interception, an early interception, I was like you. I thought, you know, early interception, okay, this kid just doesn't have it. Uh, but, you know, talking to people all week, a lot of guys thought that, you know, it, it's really McVeigh more than Goff, you know, on the plus side. You know, it's McVeigh that made Goff as good as he was and has been and, you know, certainly inconsistent. But the, their feeling was it wasn't going to make that much of a difference. I, you know, I needed to be shown. But the more I watch this kid, yeah, you know, he's not bad. I'm not sure there's that big a difference between him and Goff. I, you know, the, something inside me tells me there is, but, you know, my eyeballs tell me differently. I'm not sure that there really is. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, Arizona. Oh, Chrissy, Chrissy got some uh, other media back there. <laughs> uh, and, uh, you know, sometimes ESPN, it just starts oh, talking. Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. ESPN.com. Just a, uh, have a life of its own, that, yeah. that website. Um, uh, so I had, I said, yeah, so I had three. You said four and a half. So you would think I would, like, race to bet the Rams here. Uh, not if it's golf, I wouldn't. Um, Teaser. On the which? The Rams? Yep. Yeah, maybe so. 
maybe a teaser leg on the Rams. That would be the only thing. But I've done that with the Rams. Look, we did that with the Rams last week. It didn't work out, right? So it's like you just – I don't want to die with the Rams any more than I already have. By the way, my, my week 16 and week 17 survivor selections would have won, so it is the Rams who destroyed me. Jared in Goff, personally, I hey, think. By the way, Christy, now that it's done, can we congratulate you for being one of the survivor uh, fi- finalists, the one, ones who got through there? Uh, yeah, I – I, yeah, yeah, it was nice to get through. I can't believe all that many people wound up perfect. Yeah. I mean, I don't think we knocked out anybody yesterday. Nobody. Not a one. Not a one. Who was alive. Yeah. There you go. That's for Chrissy. That's for you, are, Chris. are you and your partners, are you almost, I hate to say this because it's wonderful because you end up with $68,000 uh, as a check, but are you almost in a weird way deflated that so many people ended up getting to the end. Like, I hate to say that out oh, loud. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, what was it? Two or uh, three point something million. Oh man, if we could take this down ourselves, I mean, yeah. you know, that's pretty good score. I mean, as it is, I mean, it's, it's nice. Don't worry. I mean, I'm glad I want it, yeah. but yeah, there's a uh, part of me that had visions of, uh, you know, many riches, you know, halfway through the year and it just didn't come to fruition. Uh, well, congratulations nonetheless on that. Uh, let's do the autopsy here on the Cardinals here before uh, we go to break. But Cliff Kingsbury, who I was killing last week for all those fourth down calls he mm-hmm. made, and then it finally nipped him in the butt in that Saturday game against the Niners, which really put the Cardinals behind the eight ball. Yesterday, second and seven at the Rams 32. 20 seconds left in the half. Arizona's up seven to five. He has Chris Strevler passing the football. And instead of just going into the half, trying to kick a field goal, go up 10 to 5, pick six, the Troy Hill pick six we talked about, 84 yards, completely changed that football game. That's on Kingsbury to me. Like, you just don't make that call. Uh, Kyler Murray ended up 8 of 11 for 87 before he went out with an uh, ankle injury. Strevler was 11 of 16 for 105, one touchdown, one pick, uh, two sacks, 220 total yards, as we mentioned. They lost six of nine. The Cardinals did following a five and two start uh, as they end up uh, now. What are they? Oh, and eight versus Sean McVay, I guess. But 87 yards for Murray set out from the first most of the first three quarters with the ankle injury uh, after he had to leave in the first quarter. And they missed the playoffs for the fifth consecutive season. Arizona would have clinched a spot uh, in the playoffs with a victory. Murray returned for the fourth quarter, immediately drove the Cardinals deep into Rams territory, but ended up with zero points. But that that play at the end of the first half, I mean, it's hard to pick out one play that changes a football game. But if there was one in that one, it was surely that. I just, uh, Cliff Kingsbury, look, he's not going to get fired or anything. But I just don't think he's that great at all. And that's an understatement. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare
Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's Reality Podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're a figuring bit. out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. it, it would have been, been juicy. would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. I've said it from the beginning because, you know, I was never a big Murray guy, but I thought, you know, probably one of the things I didn't like about him was he's playing for Kingsbury, who I really don't like. So, yeah, yesterday uh, shows why. Okay. I love Buffalo. I sort of lean Rams, but I don't want to die on that hill anymore. Those are the first two games. We'll get to the third game on Saturday next and other knickknacks from around the National Football League. Kirk Cousins yesterday. Well, two things from that Minnesota-Detroit game. Again, don't want to harp on games that, you know, teams didn't advance to the playoffs too long. One, he was doing the gritty. That was cringy enough, that dance. We didn't need to see that, Kirk Cousins. But two, fourth and goal at the Detroit <laughs> one with 11-18 left in this ballgame. It's 31-29 to Vikings. Fourth and one. Cousins goes back to pass. Tracy Walker just steamrolls him. Perfect sack should be Detroit ball down to. Nope. Roughing the passer. I've never seen a worse call in my life. Do you see that one, Chrissy? That was truly one of the worst calls I've ever seen. I mean, really, there's uh, just ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Uh, can you imagine Jack Lambert playing in this league oh, right now? No. I mean, he'd be... He'd be fined and thrown out every single game in the first the first few snaps. Yeah, I don't. You know, I say that about you. Jack Lambert is your you know is a great Steeler icon. Uh, I say that about Sean Taylor from just this century, who we just you know yeah. adore and we canonize uh, in his passing. He could never have played in this league. Could never have played in this league. It's just, it's unbelievable. Thankfully, that was of no uh, playoff consequence. Uh, Deshaun Watson ends up with the most passing yards in the NFL, 4,823. Uh, Justin Jefferson, new record for the most receiving yards by a rookie in the Super Bowl era. And yet he's probably not going to be the rookie of the year. I mean, we could say that for MVP stuff too, right? Derrick Henry, 2,000 yards. Might not be the MVP because of Aaron Rodgers. They need more awards. It's like sham and secretariat, Chrissy. <laughs> for those of a certain age. Uh, we'll come back. We'll continue with Game 3 on Saturday. Tampa Bay and Washington. So this, That's what we got. Tampa Bay at Washington. So this is the 5-4. Washington, your NFC uh, East champions. This is 8-15 Eastern, 5-15 Pacific on NBC. First of all, Tampa Bay gets their... Uh, Tampa Bay was the one team where jockeying for seating mattered. They knew that if they won, they would get to play the NFC East champ, no matter who it was. They took care of business. Uh, fourth straight victory... Uh, they get, to, by the way, with their uh, their win yesterday, Tampa Bay taking down Atlanta 44-27. to 
Fourth straight win, their first postseason game, the Bucks. that is, in 13 years. They haven't won a postseason game since their Super Bowl championship run to end the 2002 season. Brady was 26 of 41 for 399. Four touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. He ends up, Tom Brady does, with a franchise record 40 touchdown passes in his first season with the Bucks. At age 43, 40 touchdowns, 12 picks. He joins Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Peyton Manning, and Dan Marino as the only players with multiple seasons of at least 40 touchdown passes. Rodgers has done it three times, the others twice. Antonio Brown, 11 for 138, two touchdowns. Godwin, 5 for 133, two touchdowns. 485 total yards. But the one sort of uh, bad thing for the Bucks in victory, Mike Evans carted to the locker room with a left knee injury late in the first quarter, did not return. He went down trying to make a catch in the end zone and was carted to the locker room after first trying to walk off with assistance from a trainer. Bruce Arians, quote, knock on wood, we don't think there's any serious damage, but we will know more in the next 24 hours. So we'll find out about Mike Evans' availability for this game against Washington uh, today. As far as Washington, where do we begin? Uh, they became the first team in the Super Bowl era to reach the playoffs following a 2-7 and seven start. Third team to win a division title with a losing record during a full 16-game season, 7-9. and nine. Seattle did it in 2010, Carolina in 2014. Uh, both won a playoff game, by the way. Smith, 22 of 32 for 162, two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked three times. Alex Smith in victory over the Eagles. A 20-14 win over the Eagles last night, which can only be described as fishy. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, Smith, 22 of 32 for 162, two touchdowns, two picks. He was sacked three times. They outgained Philly 248 to 216. What a barn burner it was. But, I mean, where do we begin? Philadelphia, let's start in the – well, first of all, before the game even starts. All right? Before the game even starts, here are your – as we knew earlier in the week, here are your Eagles and actives. Miles Sanders, Deshaun Jackson, Alshon Jeffrey, Dallas Goddard, Fletcher Cox, Derek Barnett. It went on and on and on. They had half the team. Anyone who was questionable, they were like, you're out. Then Carson Wentz was inactive. And then you're like, oh, 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 it gets even better. And during the game yesterday, third quarter, Chrissy, fourth and seven at the Washington 35. It's 17 to 14, Washington. The Eagles leave their offense on the field and take a delay of game penalty have to punt. That's the first one. Third quarter, fourth and goal at the Washington four. They're down 17 to 14. Doug Peterson says, ah, let's go for it. Incomplete pass. Now that one, you could say, ah, he's just trying to win the game. Okay. Yeah. Uh, fourth quarter, 17 to 14. They decide, you know what? Let's put Nate Sudfeld in, who was inactive for the previous 14 games. Uh, Fourth quarter, fourth and inches, two minutes left. It's 20 to 14. Remember, Washington was just shy of midfield. It was a big moment in the game. If they don't get this first down, Eagles could get the ball with a short field. Eagles jump off sides. <laughs> okay. Doug Peterson, quote, yes, I was coaching to win. Yes, that was my decision solely. Nate has been here for four years. Talking about Sudfeld and his insertion in the game. And I felt he deserved an opportunity to get some snaps. Unquote. Come on, Chris, what were we watching last night? Well, what are you going to find out about Nate Sudfeld in the fourth quarter of the last game of the season? <laughs> you know, so much. I don't know. I mean, I, it, but, but what, I mean, what's the motivation? You know, I'm not sure. That's where, you know, we have me questioning. What's the motivation for all this? You know, I mean, do they hate the Giants that bad? I mean, they're still playing Washington as a division rival. You know, um, 
I just didn't understand the motivation. But, you know, um, and by the way, they still covered the final number. I was as high as seven on this. Yeah. This game was a disaster every which way. Um, but I don't know. That's what I still need an explanation, you know, the whys. What, what, why? Think, why all this? Why? Yeah, because in the end, they go from about the ninth pick in the draft to the sixth pick in the draft. Still, I mean, look, that's not a negligible thing. I don't want to say it's completely irrelevant. Okay. Uh, Jalen Hurts was 7 of 20 for 72. Uh, he was not good. He had a 25.4 passer rating. He was not good through the year. But 8 for 34, two touchdowns. That's the dimension he adds. Sudfeld, 5 of 12 for 31. No touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked twice. Sudfeld hadn't thrown a pass since 2018, was picked on his second attempt. He also lost a fumble. So the Eagles move ahead of yeah. Detroit, Carolina, and Denver in the draft. All could potentially be in the quarterback market. But that's that's what they did it for. If you saw Sal Palantonio last night on SportsCenter, he was not happy. Not happy. As sort of like the Eagles de facto reporter for ESPN. Uh, he said it was like a, a real sort of... Uh, Goes against everything that Philly stands for. My words, not his. Uh, but it was very, very... I guess I put it this way. What makes Philly so special that they did that and none of the other teams that had nothing to play for didn't do, right? There's a lot of teams yesterday that have been long out of the playoffs. And they, they put up an effort because that's sort of what you do, right? That's the spirit of the game. But Philly just decided, nope. We're not even going to act like it. And whatever Doug Peterson said after the game, those are all lies. They just, they didn't, they put it, they did not put forth an effort. It was an in-game extravaganza for Washington betters as well. And I just, I don't know. That one's going to have repercussions for a long time. Well, you know, I'm just going to go back to, you know, the motivation. Could it be three draft choices? You know, I mean, moving up three spots in the draft, you know, um, is that really the motive? I don't know. I mean, it's hard to figure, but, but you're right, though. The mantra is, and listen, for every individual, every team, you need to play. Play the game. That's You're getting played multi, multi-millions. You need to play the game the way it's supposed to yeah. be played. I had Tampa by 10. What was it in the end for you? Uh, you know, we opened seven and a half. We wound up going to eight on action. Uh, I can tell you, you're talking about the Bills going to be the big teaser uh, leg. Uh, I think it's going to be Tampa. I, I'm already seeing it. So, All right. We got Sunday's games to get to. And when we come back, Jason Kahn makes a case for Washington. Coming back on a numbers game at Vista, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, last thing about the Bucks and Washington, Chris. Um, you say the Bucks are a lot of teaser legs on the Bucks. I mean, I think the Washington yeah. defense can really mess with a statue-like quarterback like Tom Brady. I really do believe that. I just don't know how Washington scores either. So I'm more interested in that 46-and-a-half total. That seems high to me. Yeah, I'm not the, the total guy myself, so that's, I'm not that's really not my racket. Yeah. Uh, I got to tell you, though, before we go on, my, my numbers came to Tampa 9 uh, with no home field advantage. But like I said at the beginning of the show, I think I think home team does mean something. So the seven and a half, eight, I'm okay with. But, uh, you know, listen, I've, <laughs> I've been around, around a long time. There's no slam dunk. You know, I mean, there's there's always upsets every year, particularly in the first round. So, uh, yeah. you know, we'll be careful about these teasers, is all I can tell you. Washington football team, NFC's champs. However, they got there. All right, Sunday morning, what you got? 
Sunday morning, Ravens at the Titans. Okay, so this is the one. I, I mentioned at the top of the show, five of the six of these, uh, you know, ballpark. This is the one that I got wildly wrong. Uh, this is a 105 Eastern, 10 a.m. Pacific, 10.05 a.m. Uh, Pacific start on ABC and ESPN. Uh, Baltimore at Tennessee. Baltimore gets the fifth seed. Lamar Jackson yesterday, uh, 10 of 18, three touchdowns, one pick. He wasn't sad, but 11 carries for 97 yards. He's the first quarterback with multiple 1,000-yard rushing seasons as Baltimore just takes care of Cincinnati, 38-3. to J.K. Dobbins, 13 for 162 touchdowns. They were 11 of 17 on third downs, 525 total yards, including 404 rushing. Second team in the Super Bowl era to have 400-plus yards on the ground. Fourth team since 1950 to rush for more than 400 in a single game. 40 minutes and 27 seconds. That's how long they had the ball. Uh, Tennessee gets there with a dramatic win over Houston. How many dramatic losses did Houston have down the stretch? Uh, 52-yard reception by A.J. Brown moments after a 51-yard field goal by Houston tied it with 18 seconds left. And then Sam Sloman's 37-yard field goal doinked off the upright and threw for the 41-38 victory. Tannehill, 18 for 27 for 216, but 7 of 38, two touchdowns on the ground. That's the dimension he adds. And Derrick Henry, 34 for 250 and two touchdowns. He's the eighth player in NFL history with 2,000-plus yards rushing in a season. 2027 um, is where he ends up. Congratulations to him. We'll see if he can get any MVP votes with that. We shall see. Uh, Only three of the previous seven did not win MVP who got to 2,000 yards. Uh, Dickerson, Lewis, Chris Johnson, Jamal Lewis, that is. Uh, first player to lead the NFL in rushing in consecutive seasons since LaDainian Tomlinson in 2006 and 7. Uh, A.J. Brown, 10 of 151 in a touchdown, 492 total yards, 288 rushing for Tennessee. Uh, here was my ridiculous guess where I, I learned I was way off on. I had Tennessee by four, Chris. And I was told it was Whoa. I was told it was the exact opposite of that. At Bed365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're talking tea, we're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Here are some examples of what you'll hear from us on Rappaport's reality podcast. This is where we discuss all things reality TV, all things popular culture. And a little bit of... Rappaport's reality, the reality of bit. us. We're A figuring out. And if we had been recording these last four or five days, Ooh. 
It, it would have been, Ooh, a, been the podcast would have taken a, a, a left turn. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. And the C by four. I mean, I've seen their defense. I have uh, seen their defense. You know, I mean, yeah, their defense is awful. Uh, I got to tell you, my power ratings came to Baltimore four and a half. Or I'm sorry, four. Uh, but again, giving a little something for home field. I thought it, you know, I thought it should be three or three and a half. Let me see if we got that much. You know, I got a little Ravens money, not much. Uh, nothing surprising. You know, they love road favorites, the public, certainly the early betters. Not the late betters, too, as far as that goes. Um, so I, I, I think the number might be a shade high. I think I like three a little better. I don't feel like messing around with that number right now, though. But, uh, you know, wow, that defense for Tennessee is just really, it's not good. Here's not the, good at all. Here's the thing. I'm willing to acknowledge that my number is wrong. But I also hate I also think the number that's up there is dreadfully wrong. Like to me, in retro, you know, retrospect, hearing that, this to me is a toss-up. And, and here's the thing with this game. These are the most game script dependent teams ever. If Baltimore goes up, they're mm-hmm. hard to catch. If they fall behind, they're really not that difficult to beat. They're not they're not built to come back. Tennessee's kind of the same way, although we see Tennessee has the ability, at least a little more of ability to come back than Baltimore does. But these two teams met in the postseason last year when Baltimore was the number one seed and Tennessee got them and got them good. Uh, If you're giving me more than three points, this is a bet on Tennessee for me. Big time. Big time. My number might be wrong, but it's absolutely a bet for me. Okay. Well, I see solid three and a half, so I don't think they're going to have any trouble getting that. No, I don't think so. Uh, I do see a couple spots. Chris and Pinnacle want a little bit of juice on the dog. So maybe you want to jump in fairly quickly and get it while you can lay 11 at that. Okay. Um, But that's the number. I see nothing but three and a half. Like I said, little juice adjustments here and there, but uh, three and a half is the number. All right. I like Buffalo. I like Tennessee so far the most. Uh, all right, what's okay. what's second on Sunday? Bears at the Saints. All right, back to the NFC. The number seven seeded Bears and the number two seed Saints. Bears finish the season nine and seven. Saints win the NFC South, twelve and four record. Chicago, uh, they're they were in because Arizona fell to the Rams. Quite frankly, uh, they're the third team since the seventy merger to reach the playoffs after losing six in a row at one point during a season. Mitch Trubisky. Uh, in Chicago's loss to the Packers yesterday was 33 of 42 for 252. No touchdowns, one pick. He was sacked once. Montgomery, 22 of 69 and touchdown on the ground. Nine carries, excuse me, nine catches for 63 yards uh, in the air. Five of six on fourth down. Chicago kept converting fourth downs. Uh, but they lose. They get in, as I said, because Arizona lost to the Rams. New Orleans, Drew Brees played. 22 of 32 for 201, three touchdowns, no picks. He was sacked twice in their 33-7 route of the Panthers, the Saints route of the Panthers. Ty Montgomery, with all of the Saints running backs out, Ty Montgomery was in there, 18 carries for 105. And uh, Manuel Sanders, nine catches for 63 yards and a touchdown. And one of these great moments in Week 17 where a guy hits his incentive and emotes in the middle of the game. He needed eight catches uh, to reach uh, an incentive clause in his contract and earn a, a half a million for catching 60 passes. When he caught his eighth pass, 
he just raised his he raised his hands while sitting on the ground. Uh, Drew Brees, we really we really wanted to get him eight catches. Brees said. By the way, the Saints were plus five in turnovers in this game. Five turnovers for the for the Panthers. But again, they were without their top two running backs, including Kamara and their fullback. Brees sits out five games this season with broken ribs. Michael Thomas missed nine games with an ankle injury. And as I mentioned, all their running backs out due to a uh, COVID-19 outbreak. And yet, 12-4 and four and win the South. Who's your coach of the year, Chris? Uh, well, I still think it's McDermott. I do, but too. <laughs> you're hinting yeah. strongly towards Peyton. You know, I don't know. I Listen, everything you say about them is true. And maybe they go on to win the Super Bowl. I don't know. But there's a little part of me that says, you know, I'm not sure they're that great. I don't know. That's just. You know, I don't know. I don't know why my bias is there for that, but it is. I mean, they're plus five in turnovers yesterday. I think that skewed the score a little bit. You know, um, I don't know. And I, I'm not sure Breeze is uh, capable of taking them all the way to the Super Bowl. I'm, I, I just, I'm not. So I don't know. It's just me. But, you know, if we're going to get to this number, my number came to, you know, seven plus. I got written down here. I guess so. 10. Uh, you know, that's with no home field. Yeah. yeah seven plus with no home field advantage. And as I look at it, I, I don't think the bears are equipped to play with the top teams in the league. And they are one of the top teams. I, I understand that when I'm talking about the Saints, they're one of the top teams for sure. But uh, I'm just not sure the bears can compete with, uh, with a team that, that is in, that is at that level. We talk about the winner of the NFC being terrible and the bears are pretty terrible too. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know. I, yeah. I, but I'm looking here, and I mean, I'm looking at my live action right now, and I got nothing on Saints teasers or money line. I mean, you know, a couple bucks, not much. But I'm surprised that there's not more going to the Saints already. That, that to me, looks like that would be the teaser leg I would like the best. I already bet a Bill Saints teaser. It's already in my account. So uh, I'm with you. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you on the Saints. I, I mean, look, I think Green Bay – should be every bit of, I think Green Bay's more of a lock. Let's put it this way. In my mind, they're more of a lock to get to the Super Bowl than Kansas City is in the AFC. I think that's, oh, a, for sure. and that's for sure. a combination of how Kansas City's played and their competition. The AFC is stacked. Like, it's just stacked with teams. I just yeah. don't think the NFC, all those teams are so flawed uh, in the NFC. Uh, we have one more game to get to. Uh, I'll ask you to stay for five minutes after the break here, if you could, Chrissy, to, to get to it. But give me the game, sure. and at least I'll do a little sort of preamble on it. Browns at the Steelers. Browns at the Steelers, of course. Uh, they played yesterday. Steelers had Mason Rudolph playing uh, playing quarterback, and they had a lot of other guys out. Pouncey and Watt uh, leap to mind as guys who were out of that game. Uh, they lose to Cleveland 24-22. to Pittsburgh covers, nonetheless. Uh, the Browns nearly blew a 15-point lead in the fourth quarter, but Pittsburgh uh, failed a two-point conversion with 123 left. And so the Browns clinch a uh, playoff berth for the first time since 2002. Since then, they've had 197 losses as a franchise, 14 double-digit loss seasons. <laughs> oh, my God. And seven coaches <laughs> since their last playoff appearance. Uh, they were winless, as you recall, just three seasons ago. It's their first 11-win season since 1994. Congratulations to the Browns and all of their fans. Baker Mayfield, 17-27 of 27 yesterday for 196. One touchdown, no picks. Uh, he was sacked four times. Six carries for 44 yards. Nick Chubb, 14 for 108 and a touchdown. Uh, they did it. But 
Olivia, uh, Olivia Vernon suffered an ankle injury in the fourth quarter. He didn't put any weight on his leg while being assisted to the medical tent. He was carted to the locker room. And then uh, rookie wide receiver Donovan Peoples-Jones suffered a concussion late in the first half while jumping to make a catch and getting drilled by uh, Sean Davis. So we'll see about those two guys. They've dropped 17 in a row, have the Browns at Heinz Field. Of course, not this iteration of the Browns, but it's kind of their kryptonite. Uh, I'll give you my guess. Chris, he'll give you what he put up. Cleveland and Pittsburgh close things out next on a numbers game at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, Chrissy, we'll get to uh, your thoughts on this Cleveland-Pittsburgh game and uh, my line as well, see what you're posting. But first, a reminder, the name of the book for uh, Chris, Then One Day, available for purchase at Amazon. Then One Day, 40 Years of Bookmaking in Nevada from the great Chris Andrews. And then uh, some T-shirts that are uh, Chrissy-related over there in the VEASAN store. I like your number better. Chris, yours is coming, by the way. We ordered you one. Okay, thanks. Right. Two, double X. Double X. Double X, yes. We got the double X, as you said. There was there was more available, but we went with the double X with you. Uh, last thing about this uh, Cleveland-Pittsburgh game here. Uh, Pittsburgh, uh, yesterday, Mason Rudolph, for what it's worth, 22 of 39 for 315. Two touchdowns, one pick. Uh, he was sacked once, but it won't be worth anything because Big Ben will start. Uh, Claypool, 5 for 101 and a touchdown. Deontay, 3 for 96. Juju, 6 for 65 and a touchdown. They were 8 of 17 on third downs. Pittsburgh was 2 of 2 on fourth down. I mean, Cleveland really couldn't get them off the field that easily. They lost 4 of 5 this year since an 11 and 0 start. That was the Steelers season. 11 and 0, then they lost 4 of their last 5. Big Ben, 23 2 and 1 in his career against the Browns. So the Big Ben stat career against the Browns and that Browns at Heinz Field stuff, take all of that for what it's worth. Obviously, a lot of that has nothing to do with these two teams, but I wanted to get it out there once, and I'll never repeat them. But uh, I guess Pittsburgh minus four. What did you end up putting? And you're a Steelers guy. How do you feel about this? Okay, my numbers came to five plus. You know, so again, five with no home field advantage. It, it opened three and a half everywhere last night. I opened it four because I do really like the Steelers. And as I see it climbing, uh, now it's pretty solid four. I see a couple straight three and a halves here and there. But pretty solid four. I, mean, I plan on staying ahead of it. Let me tell you a couple of things. First of all, you know, I've followed the Steelers a long time. And I, obviously, they've been in, in the Browns division since, you know, forever. Uh, this was a huge emotional uh, monkey off their back, I would say. You know, pick your cliche for the Browns uh, to win this game, make the playoffs, beat beat the team that has owned them for 20-plus years. A huge just, you know, so I, I think, you know, it's hard to say they're going to let down for the playoffs, but I think it was a big monkey off their back, and I think that this changes a lot of things. On the other hand, for the Steelers, you know, they went in and they knew, you know, Watt didn't play, Ben didn't play, Pouncey didn't play. Uh, you know, they, they went in with half a loaded gun. Um, I think this is going to be way, way different. And I know they have not finished the season strongly, and I know they have no running game. But this is going to be, you know, a reverse emotional. Uh, whatever Cleveland is feeling, you'll see the reverse for the Steelers. Uh, I think this number is way too cheap. I really thought this should be about six and a half. And uh, I do like the Steelers this week. I think it's going to be very difficult for the Browns to beat them two weeks in a row. Just, you know, an impossible task. And I don't, I do not expect the Steelers to lose this game. And I'll tell you the truth, even at six and a half, I'd probably bet the Steelers, you know, because I, I wow. think they just beat them. But I thought six and a half was a good number. 
if you're putting your betting hat on, then is that the one you like the best of these six? Absolutely. Yeah. No question. Wow. Very emphatically. Uh, for me, it's for me, it's you know, and again, I will be clear because Buffalo, I like the teaser leg more than anything. But I think I also like Buffalo laying the points. I definitely like Tennessee getting the points, and I do like Pittsburgh laying the points. And what guess what I'm saying is I like the three AFC games way more than I like the three NFC games. Is that what you generally came to? What was after Pittsburgh for you? Uh, after Pittsburgh, I'd have to look around a little bit. I'm not. I'm not that sure. I, you know, um, listen, I'm not a big teaser guy. I, you know, uh, but I'd probably have the Saints and Bills in a teaser would be my hunch because I'm gonna. Um, yeah, I like the Bills a lot to win the game. You know, covering seven, man, nah, there's a lot of fluky things that can happen. But I think they win the game, and I don't think the Bears can compete with the Saints at a level where they have a chance to win the game. You know, sometimes nine and a half. I have a feeling you'll probably see a ten on this game before post. You know, you could. I've seen NFL games where teams are never really in it as far as like you know having a chance to win the game, but could still cover a number like that. You know, so I'm not sure about uh, you know laying the points, but to me, the Saints and Bills looks like a really solid teaser for me. Gil Alexander, numbers game right here at VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. VEASAN.com, the VEASAN app, Fubos, Link Game Plus, and iHeart. Chrissy, appreciate it as always. We'll do the same thing next week, okay? My pleasure, my friend. Good luck. You too. Thank you so much. Chris Andrews, everybody. Uh, South Point Sportsbook Director. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, Drew Scott here, and I'm Jonathan Scott, reminding you that life's better with a home policy from American Family Insurance. They can help you get just the right protection at just the right price and help you save when you bundle home and auto. Kind of like Goldilocks and the Three Bears. It'll be just right for you. We love a custom build. American Family Insurance. Insure carefully. Dream fearlessly. Get a quote and find an agent at AmFam.com. Products not available in every state. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.